to make a so-so podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. This episode, we're talking about Course Oblivion, which is episode 18 of season 5 of Star Trek Voyager. As members of the crew die, the mysterious nature of their identities reveals itself. I'm Newman. Yes, it does. <laughs> hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. Um, who wants... Dan, you want to take first impressions? Uh, sure. Actually, so I'd like to say first, uh, I'm a little sick. So okay. if you hear any coughs or sniffles, you can uh, have your money back or I, whatever you need to uh, <laughs> tell yourself. I will forgive so you. So anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, so on paper, this episode is everything I wanted. It's <laughs> terrific. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, but uh, I get to watch Janeway die a slow and terrible death. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my and I finally get the satisfaction of Janeway's decisions killing everyone. Yes. Like I hadn't I, thought of it that way. Yes. <laughs> nothing. I, I couldn't have written a Voyager episode to satisfy myself to make, any more to than To make that. you happier, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Now, there's like a fatal flaw in this in this episode that kind of ruins it. Okay. But that's my first impression. Great. Great. Okay. Beth, you want to? Um, so I remembered you saying the last time we met that mm-hmm. uh, there's kind of mixed mixed feelings on this episode. People either really hate it or really love it. And yeah. I really loved it. Awesome. <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. Hey. I actually awesome. thought it was really not terrible. Maybe my anchoring point for Voyager is a little lower because they've been really bad all of them yes um but this one i thought was actually pretty interesting um i feel like some of the themes um that are discussed in this episode um are still really relevant today um including now that we're talking about um the nature of um other life forms um including like our artificial intelligence artificial life um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think some of the themes of this episode resonate well with that so yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent episode. I think there was some interesting confirmation of Dan's hypothesis that Jamie yes. doesn't actually want to get home. So that's right. <laughs> that's yes. That's always fun. Very good confirmation. Um, yeah. Very yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Newman? Cool. What's your impression? When you do, when we do a show like this, you run the risk of this happening where you look at like a, a worst of list, you know, mm-hmm. um, but the opposite happens. For, for me, this is like a top five Voyager episode. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I think sure. it's, I think it's really good. Like really good. Um, it's it's the best one I've seen. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the acting in it is still quite subpar. Um, I think it's better than some. Uh, there's there, there's some like heartfelt moments in this in this episode. You know, like yeah, it really. But some of the like, especially Tom. We can talk about this in a minute too. But sure. some of Tom Paris's lines are just like bizarre and a little out of place and i don't know if that's part of yeah well the idea of the episode or if it's just overacted i don't know but um but yeah i think um yeah i I would agree with you on the whole i think it's actually pretty good but yeah i mean i i I think it's catapulted itself to like a maybe a top 20 star trek of all star trek for me Mm -hmm. oh wow like 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 at like number 20 you know you know what i mean but okay yeah but but it's it it could fall out very easily and be be bumped down to 20 but it's it's (laughs) like i don't know i just felt it it felt like i felt something you know like um which at the end i was like oh right it's it kind of like it gives you the feels in a in a major way Mm -hmm. um other parts of the episode like the makeup are 
atrocious, <laughs> but just like absolutely horrible. This will not win an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but but overall, <laughs> I, I would love if they like gave Emmys out for things that came out like years and years and years ago, like a retroactive Emmy. Like yeah, for, <laughs> like like yeah. as as if this episode would still be considered. Right. Yeah. I would love that. That'd be great. Yeah. You get like episodes of Alf getting like yeah. costuming. Yes. Yeah, it'd be so good. Yes. Yes, that'd be great. Like in hindsight, that was actually really clever. Yeah, you know, that'd be fantastic. I I support it. I support that. Yeah, me too. Um, cool. Well, I guess we're kind of all on the same page, so that's kind of interesting. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, that um, has, doesn't doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, so let's let's dive right in. Um, sure. So we start. Uh, the cold open starts with a wedding. Um, it does people are getting married? Yeah. We immediately see Harry Kim on the clarinet. I'm guessing that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Rocking yes. it, <laughs> rocking it out. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you guys: Is that like a a jazz standard? Whatever he was playing. What what was that song that he was playing? Like the uh, yes, yes, it was. I told myself to look this up. I don't know the title of that song. I was just curious if that was like a. But yeah, it's a pretty super like. Like it's like like nineteen like twenties okay. like super old standard kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So Harry Kim is in part of like a trio. Yeah. Playing for the marriage of Tom Paris mm-hmm. and Bolana Torres, who also yep. has a last name Torres. Torres. Yeah. Torres. Okay. Um. Yep. Now the rest of the crew is kind of hanging out, you know, attending. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're they're kind of like throwing out some like uh. I can't believe that anyone's marrying Bolana vibes. Uh-huh. They, oh, they, say, they, they say that a few times. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I get it, because she's, like, the worst. She's very uh, boisterous, I, I would yes, say. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I think Seven of Nines is something, like, they have a tumultuous, tumultuous um, relationship. Yeah. I don't think I said that correctly, but... um. Yeah, and that they're surprised that they're not have they didn't kill each other first or something like right, that. Right, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, now in this little commentary of you know, I, I can't believe they're getting together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of noticed that Tuvok <clears throat> and Seven of Nine are redundant on this show. Hmm. They both deliver the like cold, logical, funny line that doesn't mm-hmm. fit in with everybody else. That's but a very good point. When they just take they just take turns being Spock. Yeah, when hmm. when Seven of Nine came on the show, Tuvok was uh, you're you're right because she she could be a Vulcan. I mean, for all that it mattered. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I ever noticed it because I don't know if I've ever seen them like talk together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Which might it's be because very... they never the the writers might not put them in a lot of scenes together yeah. because yeah, that that's, reason, because they are so yeah. similar. Um, huh. that's, a, that's a, yeah, that's an excellent theory. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, also, um, I, I must say maybe I've just never noticed it mm-hmm. or maybe it's like a Klingon wedding ritual or something, but Bolana's hair is like, has highlights. Yeah. But so do her eyebrows. Oh, really? <laughs> and I did it's not like notice that. disturbing a little bit. And I, I just couldn't get past it. I wonder if that's for this episode, not for... The whole show. I haven't noticed that before, but that's pretty funny. I I never seen it, but (laughs) I I didn't like it. Are you sure there wasn't just like grays or something? No, I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that would be weird too. Well, yeah, some people get gray in their eyebrows, no? 
Does that not happen? Yeah, uh, but she yeah. she's like thirty. I don't know what. Oh yeah, she seems yeah. young. Know. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So um, Janeway yes. is marrying them. She is she's the master the of ceremonies. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I get it. You know, she's captain. She's the authority. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, but she uh, uh, how did we get to Klingon pain sticks? Oh, she says something like uh, Balana has opted to not do the traditional Klingon ceremony yeah, thing of the yeah, paintings. Yeah. In, in lieu- she also says in lieu of a more traditional ceremony. And I was like, ooh, that's ethnocentric. Like, yeah, traditional Jan- like American <laughs> earth ceremony. Janeway does, a, Janeway does a very bad job with the officiating because she kind of like breaks in into her own like, like, um, like message to them kind of yeah yeah and i'm like just have it be their wedding you're like then you're giving him all this like i'm still the captain it's like just shut up i think newman is an authority on this because he's officiated several weddings i have i have done two weddings that's right that's right right. if if two makes me authority i will i will i will claim you know more than we know about yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um, i just i I thought it was shitty that she just like broke into her own like you know, but you're still gonna follow me or my orders. It's like, okay, you're, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. just shut just up, kind of grandstanding a little bit, uh, yeah. But so the, the whole reason I brought up Klingon Klingon pain sticks is uh-huh. because mm-hmm. then I believe it's Harry that interrupts and says they're saving those for the honeymoon. Oh, like <laughs> zing. Yeah, I mean, I I I guess this makes me prude, but it didn't seem like the appropriate place for like an S and M joke. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's I don't know. It's a pretty it, formal it, uh, wedding. Yeah. Now that now that you mentioned it, it does seem like a very kind of informal gathering mm-hmm. where kind of like heckling can happen. That's it's very yeah. it's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, Love it. yeah. One thing I noticed too is um I think the doctor is assigned with like taking pictures but photographing the wedding. Um, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about that today, and I. Th- the camera that he's using looks kind of like um one of the Polaroid cameras it that did, came out yeah. like in the 2000s. Yeah. You know, it has that like bubbly look to it kind of uh-huh. um bubbly flat look. Yep. Um but I was thinking it I think it would have been a cooler idea if the doctor was able to able to like capture images as part of the ship's computer. You know what I mean, and not need the interface of the camera. I at mean, all. that'd be awesome. Like, he like, could just capture images because he's part of the processing of the ship. So right. Like, like if when he, he could blinks, that like, could be an image or something. Oh, that that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Like if yeah. If, if he could just walk into a room and capture like like a three D full color image of the whole room wherever he is, that that'd be awesome. All right, yeah, I, I got like, Anyways, I got a, a, a quarter baked idea about this. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking because. The doctor is essentially a super computer uh-huh. and can do all this kind of stuff way faster, more efficient than people do things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even like thing, a thing like walking across the room. Mm-hmm. He he could literally just appear across the room mm-hmm. faster and better than people walk. But he's kind of been trying to gain humanity and like do things uh, like yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Data was so, similar in that way. I, yeah. I think that that could be a thing. He he wants yeah. to physically hold a camera because that's what people would do. And it's a good point. It's a good point. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I feel like data it would be the equivalent. Like he often, I think, tried to do stuff like that as yeah. well. Like yeah. Like he didn't take the so easy it wasn't way too out. Weird. He yeah. he did like the the human way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. That's fair. That's true. 
Um, yeah. So the doctor's taking pictures and yep. they come up to Neelix and Neelix, I think is explaining to some people about why, what the rice is for that couples like you shower rice on the couple yeah. afterwards is like a symbol of good luck or whatever. Um, although I don't think many couples do that anymore. Um, for some reason I've been to a few weddings. I've it's... never seen that done. Yeah. No, I know that, that used, that used to be a thing. Yeah. It used and to be. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be. I, I want to say something about birds, birds? eating. It, oh, and okay. it would not being good for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it kind of fell out of favor. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so this rice um, is thrown. It's thrown in slow mo. Yeah. In slow motion. Slow yes. motion. And uh, then uh, a, a shot of the floor with rice on it. Mm-hmm. The rice is wobbly. Yeah. Yes. So my initial so like, reaction was like, oh, my God, what did Neelix put in the rice? Exactly. Like, that's, I that's thought, what I thought. I was like, what I did he do? there was something wrong with the rice, which we're, <laughs> yeah. we're going to find oh, out really? is not the case. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Because like, oh, it's, you know, it's like, oh, Neelix, rice. he's such that's a silly great. guy. Like, <laughs> so the rice sinks through the floor yeah. mm-hmm. and into one of those tubes. What are they called? Uh, uh, Jeffrey's tubes. Jeffrey's tube, yeah. yeah. A Jeffrey's yeah. tube, yes. And the mm-hmm. Jeffrey's tube is is also wobbly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, out of my first run through of this episode, mm-hmm. I still thought the rice was the culprit. The, the culprit, <laughs> Fair because enough. the only time we've seen this like wobbly space time stuff is looking at rice. That's so true. I thought right. that was yeah. There was I something thought the same thing. Rice. Yeah, I mean that's that that's a very astute like Pavlov's dog like logical reasoning. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. A to B. That's, that's Stimulus sounded response. insulting. Yeah, but, yeah. But, no, no. All right. Um, all right. So that's the end of the open, I believe. Yep, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. The couple immediately exits the ceremony, but then they leave um, like ten forward, which I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, oh, do they just leave the wedding? Like, where did they go? Yeah, and no, coming back and like for the no reception? one like, followed them. Like yeah. it was just that that was it. Yeah. Um, which I guess uh, is what you do at weddings. You like leave the. I don't know. I, I guess they want the bone or something. I I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, so, so, so yeah, it was awkward. Right, yeah. it was. Oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah. So we come back from commercial break, and I believe we're meeting with um, Janeway and Chakotay talking about the new warp drive. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. This is where, well, we don't say the spoiler yet, but this Voyager um, was able to get a crazy warp drive. that Enhanced warp drive. Yeah, yeah. that is getting them home what appears to be very swiftly. Yeah, they only Um, have, they estimate that it only take them about two more years. Right. At that rate to get, to actually get home, which is amazing right um which would be yeah. confusing if you watched the episode before um they were still about 50 light years away so oh, wow okay so that doesn't really jive so that might be the first thing other than the 50? shaky f- 50 sorry fifty thousand light years i'm sorry oh, okay. not okay. 50 right. um which other than the wobbly floor might give mm-hmm. away that something is different about this particular episode of voyager um, something is amiss. Something yes. is amiss, but mm-hmm. but I like right. that they don't hand it to you. Yeah, right well, away. Well, they hand it to you we'll, pretty we'll early. To early. Yeah, uh, I, early. I, I would so agree. This this conversation starts with Chakotay saying, "In this case, the shortest path is a straight line." <laughs> I remember Which, noting that and being like, "I uh, did not yeah. realize that," but that's yep. funny. Yeah, in all thanks, cases, thanks, Chakotay. Path <laughs> yes, it's a straight line. Great. 
I mean, you know what? I'm sure there's some kind of like space physics theories that Broke tell that you how theorem. a straight line is not. But right. No. Yeah. I do not buy it. That's funny. So, okay. So upon discussing or reviewing that we have about two years until they get to their final destination, Earth, yeah. mm-hmm. Janeway immediately suggests a few detours right. yes. that would add a few months <laughs> yeah. to their once doomed trip. Yeah. This is clear sabotage. Like, it's, oh, she's yeah. not even hiding it which, anymore. Like, the, I think she estimates <laughs> it'll take, like, six extra months, which, extra months, which, which proportionally, like, if you have an indefinite timeline, six months is not that bad. But if you're two years out, proportionally, six months is a lot of time. It's a quarter yeah, of the time that you would more almost be travel home. Time. Yeah, right. So, and if, like, and that's a crazy whole, notion at that point. If your whole point. mission was to get home, right. like... Yeah, you right. just go home. You know home. what I mean? Right. Even crazier, Chakotay right. supports her. Right. Because she, she said, do you, do you think the crew would be, would be okay with it? And Fuck no. He, he, said, yeah, no. he said, yeah, they'd be really excited to get some last uh, adventures in. No. It's like, no. I seriously no. that. Yeah. No. If you've been in space for five years and you have two years to go, you don't want to take an extra half year. to Absolutely. Especially yeah. when you're missing an action. Like right. you're, exactly. you haven't your spoken. Your family thinks you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's preposterous, but yeah. But I love that you put that. Like when you're missing an action. Yeah, I mean, like, no, it's true. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, All right. So I think that that scene's over. Yeah, and, that, uh, that one's over. Now, now Neelix, the uh, the sex god, is uh, yes. talking oh, with Tom Paris about honeymoon options. Yeah. Yes. And he's, this and, is uh, the scene that I thought Tom Paris acted like really weirdly in as well. Like I just thought his response was weird. Why? Because he wants well. 1920s Chicago, which I yeah, think is first of all, that very, sounds like a horrible honeymoon destination. I mean, there's like there's like gangsters back there and shit. I yeah. mean, like, it's like you couldn't even get booze legally. Like, <laughs> right. Right. There's like not everywhere had running water or air conditioning. Like that sounds terrible. Yeah. To me. Like Capone was like ruling, New, like ruling Chicago. Like. Well, yeah. yeah, and Neelix is, is like offering all of these exotic, kind of like relaxing places, Ooh. and he's like, "Oh, sorry, but go ahead." Is he though? Why? Why is that okay. not the case? So okay. he suggests Uh-oh. windsurfing on a sea of liquid argon okay. at this whatever planet. Yeah, is argon poisonous? Is argon? Well, it's not. It's not that it's poisonous, but that uh, its boiling point. <laughs> is negative <laughs> 300 degrees fahrenheit oh so for it to be liquid tom and Bellana would have to freeze to death <laughs> well maybe he would change the settings a little bit since it's the holodeck to make it uh, yeah. kind of then then why pick argon i don't know oh that's a good point that's a very good point so while i agree 1920s chicago doesn't seem like the best the options he was sending out were not good right well just tom was like <laughs> yeah i kind of want something more down to earth like earth i want earth right. earth right. is the best he sounded like a bad donald trump parody like yeah. earth is the best earth has the best vacation <laughs> spots earth is amazing it's gonna be it's gonna be a little too yeah. much it's gonna be huge like and once again it was a little ridiculous yeah it was it falls into the problem of star trek referencing something that the viewer knows like you know uh, well you know what i mean tom from earth yeah but like so i get that but why would i mean it's, I, it's his honeymoon i guess but he's from like the year like 20 
three something. Right. You know what I mean? Why not pick were like there other were there other time periods that, that we might good? not know about that they <laughs> yeah. could just you know, but <laughs> yeah. it's fine. I mean, yeah. it's we we don't even get to see it, so that's true. It doesn't really matter. True. I would not have picked right. that. Um, so <laughs> so Tom has has made his honeymoon plans. Yeah. And, uh, now now we're at with uh, Balana and Seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently Seven is going to take over her duties for the week that she's gone. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In engineering, right. is Balana the chief engineer? She is. Okay. Yes, she is. She okay. okay. Um, and I believe they notice. Is this when they notice the fluctuation in a Jeffrey's yes. tube? Which an is anomaly. the same one yes. that we saw. Yes, they have an anom- anomaly earlier, I think. Um, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So Balana is like talking to seven or nine and just super like a worried mom leaving a kid like. Right. Double checking everything. And right. seven or nine's like, hey, I I got it. Don't worry. Right. Um, exactly. You're annoying me. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, they find, <laughs> they find the anomaly or whatever and they go check it out. So they go to the Jeff- Jeffrey's tube. Yeah. Um, and they realize that the Jeffrey's tube is all wacky, not because of the rice, but because it has um, molecular degradation. Right. Right. It's starting the actual like molecules holding the ship together are starting mm-hmm. to break down. Yep. So it's, yeah. it's getting yeah. all it's getting all wavy. Mm hmm. So- while while they're in there, they they do have a conversation where Balana suggests dating Harry Kim. Yes, to, to seven. Right. Mm-hmm. That and, would be which a I don't I don't understand up. that. Yeah, no. it seems like no one on the ship respects Harry Kim. They don't. Yeah. Harry and, <laughs> and seven of nine would be the least likely person to tolerate. She his would like walk th- all over him. I mean, she Absolutely. would like he's too I nice. Think- and she I think did. in the last, in the last episode, episode yeah. we reviewed, yeah, yeah she, 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 she she's like real mean to him. And he yeah. says something like, hey, you know, you could be, you could be nice. nicer to everyone. And yeah. she's just like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, and well, then she goes on this like, like anti-monogamy tangent. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, I, I, re- I refuse to close myself off to social interactions or whatever. Like, yeah, she seems like the least social person at all absolutely yeah. she absolutely is. i mean it's a it's a it's a valid like like viewpoint but not for her character right right oh true I, yeah, I didn't think about that because she doesn't doesn't seem like she particularly enjoys social interactions so what no she matter? she hates it yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> but you know what you just oh. made an interesting point this episode would have lent good experimentation for that couple because yes spoilers yes. Uh, well i mean yeah. that those two are kind of around near the end mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that would have been kind of interesting if, yeah, if that like would have yeah. been interesting if the, by the end of it like yeah. they would have been nice to each other or like, like more like, than yeah. like more than just although casual time constraints might have of the show might have you know not uh, had made it happen but that's kind of uh, interesting notion that would have been fun actually yeah yeah that right? would have been a lot of fun i think um actually it reminds me of um so we haven't gotten to the spoiler yet but there's a similar episode in tng yeah um where um one of the characters comes back and like has a relationship that the other character like ended i think i think you know what i'm talking about newman yeah yeah um so i'll explain more when we get to the next point but let's keep going yeah what what happens next (laughs) so they have this they have this discussion Uh, um so and yeah what happens next yeah so uh, Balana is sh- is now shivering. Yeah, her, she starts uh, starts in her to... room. Yeah, yes, yes. she uh, shivering lowers the temperature, goes to the mirror, and there's like a weird blotch thing on her face, some sort of. But yes. but it's moving. It's like moving. as though she has like 
exactly. worms under it her looked skin. Like, right, like which is terrifying. Worm, like a bad yeah. case right. of that particular condition. Pretty it's bad. It's a very cheap CG yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, her, on her chin. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the makeup and CG in this episode is not good, as I've said before. But uh, it is... Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> um, it's very, okay. it's very nineteen nineties. Yeah, bad CG effects. Yeah. Um, nope. So Tom um, comes home from talking with Harry. Um, mm-hmm. They're, you know, him and Bellana share quarters now since they're married. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, we got to talk about the climate control if we're going <laughs> to live together. It's so. Uh, mm-hmm. So cold in here. Oh, yeah, she just yeah. changed it to be warmer or something. Or warmer, warmer yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And um, he immediately goes and finds her shivering. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that's... Like in the fetal position. Yeah, like, right. She's on the floor. Yeah. Um, I believe that's commercial break number two already. I think so. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. We're moving right along. Um, now we're back. And now we're back. <laughs> and I believe we are in uh, sickbay now. And mm-hmm. the doctor is um, scanning Bellana, and he really can't find anything wrong, if I recall correctly. Um, I think that he brings in; he's already got a few patients with similar symptoms. Oh, does he already? So, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. There's a few patients there. He says, like, you know, bring her in. Yeah. There's there. I think he says something like, "There's an epidemic sweeping the ship." Mm-hmm. That might have been the commercial break, actually. Um, mm-hmm. um, something's mm-hmm. going around because a bunch of people have similar symptoms, and the sick bay looks pretty full. Right. Um, yeah, rice so poisoning. Is there. Yeah, yeah rice <laughs> yes. Argon that, that damn wedding just fucking rice poisoned everyone. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, so Blonde is really ill. Yeah. Um, getting worse by the minute, and then I think it cuts to Neelix talking to Chakotay and Tubak. What happens next? I don't remember. I don't know. No. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I I believe how it works is uh Tubak and Chakotay get word of the epidemic. Mm-hmm. So they go oh, yeah, to right. the uh like the navigation room to kind of chart back um a few months to see, well, let's see if we've run into anything that might have caused like what's going this on. Problem. There is a scene right, right, where right. they're talking with Neelix and they're talking about things that have been brought on board the ship. So they, what's interesting yes. about this part is that they find out that there's there are several things on the ship that are not affected by this weird molecular right. degra- degradation that's happening. All of the ship, in, to the parts of the ship, but also to the people on the ship. Right. Um, and Neelix shows them that he's got, I think, like some some food, food some yeah. lettuce that he's grown. Mm-hmm. Um from seeds that I guess they picked up somewhere else and those are fine. And then a few parts that they salvage from places and all of that is fine. Right. Um, so they're trying to figure out like what is going on. Um, yeah, I guess to the rest of the ship. So that's when they start going through, I think the backlog of yeah. places they've been uh, encounters. Yeah. Yeah. Encounters. That they've and been. I believe um, that they determine things brought on six months or sooner are not affected. Mm-hmm. Yes. So right. that's yeah. their, that's their time frame is six months to look, to look back on. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. So they determine that now. So now here's where, it, like, this is not the spoiler, but so this this episode is a sequel to a previous episode of Voyager. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you don't really that. need to see that one. That one's not mm-hmm. very good. Um, okay. But <laughs> well, but but you it, can say that about. But, but this is a sequel Voyager. to that one, um, okay. where they land on a planet. Um, it's called a demon class demon planet. Demon class planet. Well, yeah. this will yeah. just this will just eventually spoil it. So 
So in that in that episode, Voyager lands on the planet. They encounter like T T one thousand type like metallic um, substance mm-hmm. that's alive, and liquid, it, right? Yeah. And it copies their um, DNA so exactly that they like become those people. Right. right. It's it's um, biomimetic. Right. Exactly. They use the word use biomimetic a like a hundred yes, thousand more times. Yes, they do. So it's like it's like like a researcher just coined that term probably. Right. Right around the time when this was made. Yeah. So like, was, ooh, we're going to use that. That sounds yeah. really good. Biomimetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's been around forever. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, so it just struck me as funny. Yeah. <laughs> so what's crazy about that episode um, from season four is mm-hmm. Janeway agrees to give the silver people, the the silver bloods they're called, um, mm-hmm. the DNA of her crew, that's their bartering chip for the, in order to be able to leave the planet. Huh. So Janeway okay. willingly gives the DNA of her crew to this species that she knows will replicate itself into copies of them. There is yeah. already precedent for this. <laughs> She left her baby lizard child Correct. on that other planet Absolutely. and flew away. Threshold. But there's yeah. also so, precedence for the opposite decision, too. Not in Voyager, though, but in TNG, there's oh, the episode that we did mention very, that. very early last season. Up the Long Ladder, uh, one, of, one of my favorite ones Ladder, that we've done. Where they're like, can done. we have your DNA? And everyone's like, no. Hell no. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yep. Um, um, where were you going with that, Dan? What were you saying? Before I interrupted oh, you, I I lost it. I don't know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but so um, so yeah, Janeway is totally fine with yeah. So she gave the silver people mm-hmm. their DNA in order to leave. Yep, I'm okay with that. I mean, it didn't I mean, really cost them anything, and they got to go home safe. Yeah, but, but you know what's what's interesting about that is like then I mean they would know that there's copies of them. In the universe, in the universe. but yeah. they they acknowledge that in this episode, they they, they specifically say, "Oh, I, I wonder if those silver blood people, how, how they're doing. I wonder if they're evolving like us." Right? No, because they yes. think they think that they're Voyager, the originals, not yeah. the copies. Just in is, case is getting a little confusing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> I'd like to just come out and say it. Yeah. All episode, we are watching copies of the Voyager crew. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Dun, dun, dun. But this up until now, we hadn't known that. Right. Right. Because they're, they're exactly the same appearance, right. whatever, as the right. original crew. Also, the characters don't know that. Right, they're right. The the silver blood characters, yes, yeah. don't the, know that they're copies. The copies are so well made mm-hmm. that they got all the memories of the people they were copied from, um, like like everything down to like the the DNA details. So they think that they were the ones who left the planet and left the silver left blood the silver on blood. the planet exactly yeah um so, which when i saw this for the first time i was like that's really interesting like wow okay mm-hmm. i agree that's that's yeah. pretty interesting okay i would um, like to say this is the big like Shyamalan spoiler yes. like twist okay mm-hmm. yeah and it happens before the halfway point of this episode it does you're right. giving a lot you're giving a lot of time to like 
know and like reflect on this with them because yeah so all of the tension is diffused and negated halfway through the episode kind of like i think it i think it was actually a kind of smart to put it at this point because the rest of the episode is them trying to figure out how to deal with the problem right like right so everyone is degrading um and they realize it's because of the enhanced warp core, the warp core. it's affecting their body in a way that they didn't anticipate because they thought yeah. they were humans mm-hmm. um and humans are unaffected um right so but it had they not revealed this fact at this point the rest of the episode would have been them still trying to search for why everyone is melting. You know what I mean? Like, which I think would have been less interesting and yeah. kind of boring. Like them being like, is it this? Is it this? Is yeah. it this? I don't know. Um, I agree but in that. this case, they have the cause. So now they're just trying to figure out how they're going to survive it. Right. Which I think is actually like kind of interesting. They And they make like a few wrong, wrong turns along the way and stuff like that. And few confirming Dan's. Big wrong turns. <laughs> Dan's wishes. Yeah. yeah. Janeway the, the killing everyone. The major wrong turn is yeah. Yeah. everything out of Janeway's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And okay, yeah. oh, and I would like oh, to say sorry, we sorry. skipped a major a major part where uh uh-huh. Balada dies in Tom yes. Paris's arms. Yes. yes. So I think while he's like talking to her about their stupid Chicago honeymoon. Yeah, I think <laughs> right before the scene we were just talking about, yeah, she dies. Yeah. Yeah. Um but she dies, but you not knowing yet that they're copies yet. So it's like, oh, right, okay, that's that's something sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. Um, um, and then so yeah, they they do some test, and yeah. she turns into a big puddle of silver. Yeah, which confirms mm-hmm. she wasn't the real Balana. Right. Yeah, which implies no one is the real right. themselves. Mm-hmm. I I think that scene is very well done, where like Tuvok and Chakotay walk in and talk to the doctor, and mm-hmm. and Tuvok yeah. and and Tuvok is kind of just like. None of us are are who we are who we think we are. I, I thought that was really well done, and it it gives the rest of the episode. This, this, this episode gets really sad. Like it's yes, like oh, this is the darkest the, by far. The second yeah. the, the second half of this episode, which I think is why revealing it early is good, is because it gets to show you, you know, what these people are are dealing with. Because mm-hmm. even though they're copies, they're still the same people. Like they they. They didn't ask for this. Like they're they're not like yeah. like they are still essentially Janeway and well. Sukhote. I thought they specifically. I thought you told me that they specifically did ask for this in the last episode. They demanded to well, become them, right? But they don't but remember they doing ask. that. <laughs> like they right. like it's their which which was weird. That part's a little hazy. Yeah, I I, I think it's just not really well well fleshed out how mm-hmm. the silver bloods really work. Okay. Um, I it's probably a good thing. I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I assume it's just they they took um they they copied so exactly that they forgot that they were not silver that that they were silver bloods and just went off into space and then yeah. All I mean right. I don't really have that's an answer. That's the way I understood it too that. because they said like. That's why I understood it too because they said something like we've gotten so good we don't remember our life before that but then later in the episode is they become less and less human. Like they, they start to remember their past before Voyager. Um, or at least what they I need. Thought, like at I least they weren't, I thought they weren't sentient uh, until they became Voyager copies. Uh, um, That's kind of, that's that. partially true. It, it, it's like the, the reason they were so obsessed with the Voyager crew when they first landed 
It's because mm-hmm. they, they never had experienced sentience before. Okay. How which can you I don't, I don't know. have those thoughts I, I don't and not be sentient? Know how that <laughs> like know really what works. sentience is. But okay. yeah. it's like I, yeah. it's like if like a like a like a pillow cushion suddenly like became human and it's like I've never experienced this before. How would you yeah, know but what you, to compare that to right. in yeah. the first place? I mean, I forgive that. It's, it's, I, I, it's, I like where this conversation is going, but just before we, we move past it and be, before I forget, yeah, a, a demon class planet. Yeah. Yes. I've only, I think I've heard of M class planets. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's like Earth-like. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What is a demon class planet? I have no idea. Like that's, that seems have, like no. <laughs> terrifying. They also, yeah. I think, call it a Y class at some point. Y, yeah, it's like a designated a Y class planet. planet. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea why it's why it's called that. Um, okay. It, I don't okay. remember to back that to that. I should have rewatched that episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't bother to, to do that. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, so demon class might just be the nickname for a Y class planet. Maybe, maybe because the Y I, has like a like horn, uh, so it's like devil horns, like a Y. But it's oh, like, I, I like that theory. I like that. <laughs> I I do not. No. I, yeah, that's fine. I I really don't know why it's called demon class. So all right, so yeah. um, so so this is biomimetic fluid or being or whatever yes. you want to call it. I don't know what the mm-hmm. nomenclature should be. Yeah, but it also copied the ship. Yes, yes, which implies it's not biomimetic, <laughs> right? It's, it's just, just mimetic. Mimetic. Yeah, right. It's right because so- we know that the ship doesn't have some weird sentience like star whales or something like right. that right well you know what i mean the, the first episode they kind of dropped this plot line of voyager but remember the first episode where they talked about how voyager was like like a bio neuro ship remember that like the wiring was so fast that it like used yes. like and i remember we tore that up because I, the ner- I like bio an wiring would never be faster than an actual like right wiring and but, they dropped um... that really fast from the show i don't think they ever like mentioned that again um uh, maybe yeah. that's why that's the ship awesome. can be copied. Oh, so it's like uh like the ship from Doctor Who where it's like a living thing. Mhm. I mean, it's just like a maybe right in explanation for this one episode. <laughs> right. right. Sure. I don't think they worried about that that much, but um yeah. I I I think it was just meant to be as, you know, this stuff can be can copy so exact, they can copy anything, like anything. Mm-hmm. Um okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't we have to accept so, it to move. So forward now again. I believe right. everyone on board knows that they're a copy. Yes, I believe so. Everyone knows. Janeway like, delivers a message to everyone. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, everybody, we're jerks." She is you're very, very stubborn at this point. She is like, she's the worst. I don't yes. care what the findings are. We are still Starfleet officers. You're, you're not. Um, yeah, you know, right. Um, I'm still Catherine Janeway. No, you're not. Not, um, yeah. you know this was actually the most interesting part to me her, oh yeah her her when, like, like the, the, ch- the chain of command kind of broke down a little bit right mm-hmm. yeah because who the fuck are you right you know like and uh yeah. in in this same scene tom paris even says that to, to harry it's like she's not captain yeah like and he's like very callous about balana dying to harry he says like you know i'm sorry for your loss like, like why yeah why are you sorry she, she wasn't yeah real. <laughs> yeah was like oh that's kind of which i kind of yeah. like tom's 
like reaction because it's like he's right. It's the I correct mean, one, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, but, but I still and think then, you yeah, would. It's even, sad. And Harry, mourn, Harry know? tries to give this like emotional, like, "Come on, we gotta like keep the spirit alive. We're gonna make it." And right. he's like, "Dude, if if we ever got back, the real Harry Kim is probably like having dinner with your family." That you think you have right exactly now. right. So here's the the point. I get was, over it. Right. <laughs> I was trying to make too is like in so in TNG there's a storyline, um, one of my favorites where a second Riker appears. Yeah. So second Riker <laughs> gets um accidentally copied in the ship's transporter. So Riker before he's a commander he's like a I think it's when he's like a lieutenant or maybe mm-hmm. just like a regular officer, um, gets stuck on a planet and he's like he needs to get beamed out last minute otherwise he's gonna like get uh, there's like a big storm coming yep and they beam him out but at the same time the storm causes like a reflection back down to the planet so that he gets beamed back to the ship and also on the planet so you have these like two parallel rikers so they go back to the planet this is like years later and find second riker um and they bring it is it an evil riker no no, no he's a, I think he becomes okay. evil later, though. Well, he he oh, joins he, the like he joins totally an evil. Yeah, he okay. he yeah <laughs> he he joins the Maquis, but he's not evil. He's not like yeah. evil, evil. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. So he comes back on the ship, and there's all this tension between actual Riker and old Riker because old Riker starts dating Troy. Yeah. It's just like it's that's great. what I'm saying. Like that could have it was like that's an interesting idea to explore. You know, Troy dated two Rikers. She dated original Riker and copy Riker. Yeah. Did she know that they were different? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, she knows. Yeah, dude, that. And then, <laughs> and then it's it's great because like like old record gets like jealous yes. and like pulls rank on um Lieutenant Riker. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so such a good, good episode. <laughs> and it ends with like Dan's mind is blown. It, it, it ends with Clone Riker going off and like serving on another ship in Starfleet. So like. Uh-huh. Our Riker has to live with the knowledge that he is somewhere else in the galaxy at the same moment. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's actually a really really good episode. Um, yeah. Oh. But like that's like the uh. like the the hopeful version of this. Right. Like Yeah, like that's I think um, that would have been super interesting. If, yeah. Like you, you they could have toyed a little with like alternate paths for these characters. Um, you know, given this like new opportunity to to do that, but Absolutely. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. cool. I also think um where was I going with this? So I mentioned this in the opening lines a few minutes ago that this episode is cool as well because it explores this idea of like tr- um transferring your what makes you you into something that's not you, right? right? Like so this there's I I study artificial intelligence um at work and like one of the things that we talk about a lot is this idea of like what it means to be intelligent and how how intelligent does something artificial need to get before it's a new thing and that, does that thing have rights and right. and that kind of stuff and it it's kind of reminds me of the idea of like transferring your sentience your thoughts and feelings and emotions and experiences into something that is artificial in a way right you know um and I think there's a lot of people currently talking about those sorts of ideas so the fact that this this Star Trek episode from you know a number of years ago like mimics that same idea is really interesting to me because it was kind of like a little bit forward thinking in that way yeah Um, so yeah 
That's, yeah. that's what I thought about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it like essentially raises the question, does your memory define who you are? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. If your memory was taken and put in like a robot body, like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. would that be now you, you know? Right. It would kind right. of be hard to argue against that because memory defines mankind, you know, like it's, it's like, yeah. it's what makes us us in a, in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, while while that's an interesting premise, yeah, mm-hmm. and I wish there would be an episode kind of more about that. This <laughs> was pretty specifically. No, we're not that thing, even though we have all those memories. Well, right. Well, so kind I, of. I, I, I mean, it's, it's an interesting premise, but I feel like this the this, this show writers took the opposite approach. Maybe, to this. maybe, maybe not. I think actually they took the approach that the characters struggled with this idea. So like, yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, Harry's like, okay, we're still doing this. Like we're still us. But, but Tom Paris, on the other hand was like, no, this is definitely not us. We're a different being like right. those sorts of things. Um, right. But all the people that embraced the memories were wrong and it got them killed. Right. They, the, the characters yeah, okay. kind of have yeah. to hit the sweet spot of, I have memories of who I think I am, but I also have to come to terms with, I'm not that. So they have to like, yeah. They have to yeah. like not like, being able to like trust fight your own against mind. That. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think it's more of a that angle. Right. Okay. That's but, fair. But I think when they reach that, that's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, I, I'm I'm accepting that I'm not the person I've always thought I was. Right. You know? And and a lot of the crew understands it right away. Immediately. Yeah. Chakotay gets like, it like like Chakotay that. Chakotay and <laughs> and Tuvok. Tuvok. Yeah. Are both like hey. We have to book it to the first demon class planet. Yep. Right. Because we're going to die if we don't. Right. 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 And, and Janeway, Janeway is just like, <laughs> but but we'd be going in the wrong direction. Yeah. She's, we're, we're going to she's Earth. Like, he, he's like, Earth is not our home. Yeah. Like, we're dumbass. like, like, <laughs> Catherine, we are not, you know, from Earth. And she's like, right. But I was part of Starfleet. I remember growing up. It's like, are you an <laughs> idiot? Like my my name is right. Janeway. Like, like yeah. I know it's hard to understand, but and and even near her end, uh, this is like jumping ahead just a little bit. But like even when like um Chakotay dies, when she gives the speech about him, she's like, he was a great Starfleet officer. It's like no, he wasn't. Yeah. Like he, he, like she never really gets it <laughs> no, fully. That's true. That that's right. She never fully embraces. She doesn't. The truth. I mean, and she it kills everyone. It does. Yeah. Way Maybe that's the moral of the story. It's Way kind of captain <laughs> directly. How did this person become a captain? It, it's yeah. the, was there just a weak class that year? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they 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 might have made it if they turned back sooner, but like, she's just bad decision making. Just bad mm-hmm. decision making. Like, yes. facts are presented also, to her irrefutable. All emotion against all logic. Right. Which actually, I guess, helped Kirk a lot. Yeah, but because like it didn't work out, so too who's bad. Who's to say that? Like, who is she to say that? Okay, let's go back right now, so we'll live. When we get back to our home planet, maybe we can think of a way to yeah. then survive in space after mm-hmm. planning it let's out and keep exploring it out, yeah. or something. Right, um, but I wonder, she doesn't do that. <laughs> I wonder if the show writers like were actively thinking about this idea um, that you you just mentioned, Dan, the idea of like all emotion versus like 
all logic and how in original series like kirk even though he used oftentimes like all emotion it worked out okay for him because Mm -hmm. that's the way the series was written but uh and i think in tng in some of those as well um maybe they were just like tired of that theme and we're just like no let's do an episode where i'll like acting out of your gut and not listening to logic actually fucks your shit up. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe that was an idea. I don't know if they were, if that was actively at the forefront of their mind, but um, I think it's a nice contrast. Yeah. Um, I mean, Janeway but... does that a lot. Like there's a, there's a two parter called, called Equinox, which is pretty good um, mm-hmm. where they encounter another Starfleet ship um, in the, in their quadrant that they're, that they're lost in. Mm-hmm. And she is just an idiot in that. And it gets them in so much trouble. Really? Um, yeah, and the entire time Chakotay is like, "Like, what are you doing? Like, what's what's happened to you?" And she like confines <laughs> him to his quarters because she like just doesn't want to hear him. So she she gets them in trouble a lot because of her it sucks. Just like I I don't know, yeah, incompetence. Yeah. yeah, I are guess. Her and Chakotay, do they have a little thing going on? Because um, she <laughs> she said like, "Oh, we have our weekly lunch dates or whatever," and then. I don't know. It just kind of um, seemed a little. They're they're the leadership. They should, yeah. they should be discussing things. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I believe there's one episode where they. It seemed like a Beverly uh, Picard kind of thing. Uh, where it was like, are they? Aren't they? I don't know if it's that deep with them. Um, okay. There there is one episode I believe I could be wrong where they get stuck in a time loop. The both of them. Oh okay. And I That's eventually fun. think in that one they start to have feelings, but then I believe they don't remember any of that or something. Uh, so okay. I haven't seen that one in a while. But and... if I was stuck in a time loop with Janeway, yeah, oh god, Ugh. like I would only Ugh. need to like maybe spend about a month before I killed one or both of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Fun, fun fact: um, Robert Beltran, the guy who plays Chakotay, um, mm-hmm. did not like uh, the actress who played Janeway, Kate Kate Mulgrew. Kate they, Mulgrew, they did. Really? They did not get along on set. Um, he took. You- Seven of Nines tell. side, like so. Um, yeah, Janeway. The so Kate Kate Mulgrew hated the actress who played Seven of Nine, because um, mm-hmm. she thought she was like still in the spotlight. You know, um, she was the strong character, not Seven of Nine. You know, like she was a strong female presence. Um, oh, okay. And there were like she she was gonna have like a meeting to like kind of like oust her from the show, and Robert Robert Belcham like met her in the hallway and was like, "No, I'm not doing this. Like this is this is." like this is like silly like i'm not gonna yeah be a part of like she's here to 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 do a job and you're just being like like you know well a drama queen i mean i haven't seen all the episodes but it looked like she was there just to wear that outfit right yeah. <laughs> well yeah right. so right i i understand I, kate mulgrew's I, argument i get it but at the same time i like robert beltran to be like you know she's here she 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 got hired just like everyone else to mm-hmm. to do a job, so you might as well accept it. Yeah. So I agree. I all agree. right. Um, and it's just... fine to have more than one like strong female character. Absolutely. On a ship. Yeah. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would think that the women in real life who would be on starships would all be strong personalities. You know, like yeah. <laughs> or very capable people. Yeah. Um, just like the men. Right. Exactly. Um, and well, vice versa. So not not Harry. <laughs> yes he he was a pretty good clarinet player yeah oh yeah which is 
the weakest of the instruments. It totally yeah. is like the nerdiest <laughs> instrument you could possibly All right, so play. Yeah, anyway, we found a class Y planet. <laughs> yeah. We found a demon class planet. They find one. Wait, what? And oh, yes. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They find one, yeah, yeah. They come across one. Yeah. Um, so after we're it takes to... a while for them to convince Janeway that they need to go there, right? Yes, Pe- people right, are. Does convince her? People are dying left and right, and now yes. it's when the death toll I think is up to like sixty three. She's like, "Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> okay, go check it I out." Guess. It's like, fuck, right. <laughs> like, and the ship's falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> like... falling apart. Um, so they get to that planet and they're immediately preparing for landing when this huge mining ship comes out of nowhere and says, "You're violating the treaty of this mining." Um, clan or whatever. I forget the name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ship starts to fire on Voyager. Now, what's interesting about the scene is Tuvok informs Janeway that he thinks he knows a way to destroy that ship so yes, they can right. go on the planet. She well, chooses not to do ki- that. Kind of. So, so she says originally to just target the weapon systems. Right. And then there's some reason that can't happen, and the only way to stop them from destroying Voyager right. is to blow them up with a way that Tuvok, Tuvok, right, yeah, to Tuvok, uh, that he figured out, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then she said, "No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Let's let's not. Let's uh, I not assume do that. this was like a prime directive kind of thing." Yeah, but see, that comes into, again, she's still being stubborn about what they are. Exactly. You know? Right. So um, once again, yes. another decision right. that ends up with everyone dying. Yeah. Right. She's kind of more concerned with, like, playing captain than, like, saving her friends, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, that's actually um, a great way to put it. Um, you know, they, they could, like, scan that other ship and be like, you know, there's 12 people on board. Well, mm-hmm. 12 is less than the, you know hundred or so left of us we have. So mm-hmm. the greater good gets the victory and we, we blow them up and go down to the planet, you know? Um, but yeah, she just kind of like reservedly says no. And they just turn around. <laughs> I'm uh, surprised that like at this point, mutiny hasn't happened on the ship too, because I mean, yeah. they don't need to keep listening to her. That's where like, I thought at, this episode this was going to go. Yeah. I thought it was going to go to like Paris and Chicote kind of like you know enough of your bullshit full overthrow yeah. right <laughs> yeah um yeah. but it also we it should doesn't. notice I think by this point too their faces are starting to melt okay They're we have all to talk face about, melty yeah, have we, we, we got to talk there? about this makeup for a second <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. so this this makeup is maybe the worst I've ever seen on a TV show like okay it just looks like yellowish clear glue that they just it does look smear like inadvertently on random parts of people's faces like what mm. the hell was this like I, I don't get it 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 looks like if you took a mask uh like I, the first thing that came to mind was goombas from super mario brothers okay and yes. if you're only allowed to use like three inch chunks of that yeah <laughs> yeah and just threw them to the actors and said here here's some glue Put it on your face somewhere. Right. Go. Yeah. And yeah. It's either just hanging off and dangling, which I guess is supposed to be gross or something, but... It just yeah. looks silly. But the thing is, so no matter how far the disease progressed mm-hmm. and the more green stuff you had on your face, 
everyone's hands were spotless. Oh, really? Flying. I didn't notice that. Oh, seven and nine's <laughs> hands were messed up, I thought. Oh, really? By the end. Yeah. Uh, I, sp- yeah, I, I yeah. just know that I, I noticed uh, Janeway's hands were totally human and fine. Oh, that's funny. Okay. It's like yeah. the only skin that shows on this show is your face and your hands. Yeah. You could have done something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't notice Janeway sp- specifically, but I think towards the end, seven of nines I noticed were like not not good. Okay, they weren't. Oh, uh, right. fair enough. Maybe All they right. had. Maybe it was easier to do hers because she wears that that thing on one of her hands. Yeah, she so does have like, that that board prosthetic. Yeah, yeah. Since we're already doing the makeup, we'll just add this too. Maybe I don't know. True. Um, True. But yeah. so uh, but we yeah. pull away from this planet because yep. we didn't want to kill the mining ship right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Tom is just like, all right, so uh, what direction you want me to go? Yeah. Like, right. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, yes. And then she says, uh, back to the Alpha Quadrant. Yep. We're still going home, like to Earth. Still, like, after this shit. How oh many oh yep. possible hints I know. and ultimatums do you need? It's It's awful. And by this Apparently, time, Tom is like yeah. had it with her bullshit. She's just He's like, just okay, like, whatever. I, yep. I guess we're all gonna die. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Chicote says that like people are starting to remember their time before being voyagered. Yes. So this is yes. the scene that changes. So so she she goes into her writing room after after telling Tom to go back to Earth. Chicote immediately follows her in, and this is kind of like a nice scene. I thought like he he really like like. Opens up to her like you know your, your mission is 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 to get us home and you can still do that. It's just mm-hmm. not the home you think. And um, then it, he immediately dies after that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is yes. like yes. crazy. Like, literally seconds after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, well, right. That was well, a nice scene. Like you can get us home, just our actual home. Right. You know. Right. Um, well, well reasoned leadership is deadly. Yeah. On Voyager. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, she um she comes back to the bridge from sickbay and she says Chakotay has just died. And the whole crew is like, oh man, that sucks. And like I said before, she still says that he was a good Starfleet officer. And that yeah. it's like no. Well, I they're mean, still operating under the assumption right, that they right. should even be listening to Janeway. So I, I feel right. that. I know, I know. Sure. It's just like Or maybe he was a good Starfleet officer for the few months that Right. He wasn't fair enough, but yeah, I agree. She's he still she's still blinded by her, uh, you know, nostalgia for not being who she is or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So only at so, at Chakotay's death is when she's like, "Okay, Mister Mister Paris, please turn us around, take us back to the Demon Planet." Yeah. Um. And he, and he's like, "What? Cool!" Like, like <laughs> the okay. look on his face is like, "All right." Uh, <laughs> I believe that they say that they are about five weeks away. Yeah, five weeks away. Yes. Which and at the when at the rate it's been going, it does not seem like it's enough time. No, to no. make it with yeah, no. If you watch this episode by now, the the actual Voyager ship, the outside is like rippling and like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. This thing remains space worthy through. Oh yeah. Almost anything. Anything. Especially because the mining ship like fires on them and stuff and damages their ship further. Yeah. When they're yeah, the planet. Like it 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 doesn't come away right uh well off after that. Yeah. And then it's like continuing to degrade. Um, I have a theory that, that that damage probably set maybe they would have made it without that damage from that ship 
like attacking I like that them, theory. Maybe. Yeah, I like that theory because they but, almost. So yeah, spoilers. well, spoilers. <laughs> like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so by this point, we're going along. I think there was a commercial break somewhere in there, and um, yeah, now we're now we're in the final act. Um, yeah, and at this point, uh, we only see Neelix, Tom Paris, Harry Kim, and Seven. Harry Kim and yeah. Janeway. No, I think Janeway yes. is Janeway dead Janeway when we come back from Burma for break? She's a she's about to die. That's right. Yeah. So she comes back, because sits in her chair. Yeah. Her, her oh. last something. request is to make a time capsule. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So that they will be remembered. Although, wouldn't that kind of not count because the time capsule will be made of the same stuff that's degrading? Well, they say that they have some parts on board that they can make it out of that were prior to. The six oh, they're months. gonna make it out of like the the food that they <laughs> picked up no, in the my, last couple my weeks. My understanding <laughs> is the time capsule was actually more of a signal, like a, a signal beacon. So like they would like a radio broadcast. But they had to like so... build something special to get it out. I think like to to yeah, get it out maybe. into space. Yeah. Oh, actually, I you think. know what? No, it does make sense because it isn't it the warp core that's killing them, right? Yeah. Oh, so if they sent it away, that would okay. Never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I retract. <laughs> But anyway, so okay, guys, we should put all of our baseball cards and DVDs essentially in the capsule. <laughs> yeah, just so put all their the space, logs in it, just so they're like, they're you know someone can find something that they did one day and be like these things were you know <laughs> even though it's not really their history. They've only had six months of history if you think about it. Exactly. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, true. But she's but damn, they felt like real people. But she's damn time. proud of it. Yeah. I mean, she's damn yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the focus of their mission kind of changes to that a little bit. I think they kind of realize mm-hmm. they're not going to make it home. Yeah. So the time capsule becomes their new mission. Um, and then Janeway dies, I believe. Off- yes. She dies in her chair. Off- oh, does it? Senator? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah that's right. She it's, very dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sam so was good. really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got to see Janeway die. Good, good yeah. for you. Yeah, after making uh, a series of horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. <laughs> horrible. Now, horrible. H- Harry is the acting captain. Harry's in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I I did not think was he was very high up on the list. So he's not. I think that just enough people have died. Yeah. Like Bolana is dead. Tuvok is dead. Chakotay is dead. Yeah, Tuvok. We don't even see die. There's Tuvok like, just dies off screen. Like, somewhere. Yeah. There's only like what five people left on the ship. Probably five, yeah. maybe six. There's a few working with Neelix and um the the sick bay. It looks like mm-hmm. okay. so. I'm guessing maybe oh, that's right. Maybe ten. Neelix gets promoted to medic. Yeah, that's right. Because the holodeck, um, the holo transmitter, I guess, degrades too, yeah. so that they don't have the me- the doctor anymore. Yeah. So and Neelix says something. I was only a field medic, right? Even though he wasn't, because it's not Neelix. Right. But, <laughs> so I'd say about there's ten people yeah. left total, maybe tops. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harry's working the bridge by himself. Um, mm-hmm. Seven's working engineering by herself. Um, and it's pretty much just they're like, just tr- get our asses trying to get that, there that as fast capsule as possible. That. They're just trying to get the capsule. Yeah, out. right. I, get I, the I, capsule almost, I feel like they've almost kind of abandoned yeah. trying to actually get anywhere. I still think they're heading in that direction. They are. They're, 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 they're heading they, that way, but yeah, yeah, they only miss, miss it by like not much. It seems. I think really, uh, actually, really I think they're still like two weeks out by the time we. Uh, so they have quite yeah. a ways to go. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so, the saddest part of the episode happens. Oh yeah. Where yes. 
the time capsule mechanism malfunctions and everything that they wanted to send out into space is lost. Yes. And I was yes. like, wow, Star Trek writers, Whoa. that is that is like Bright. that, that was dark. really sad. That is yeah. deep. Yeah. I mean, that is like because yeah. what I expected was like um they were gonna send it out and the voy the the real Voyager was gonna find it. And be like, Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then yeah. say like, oh, this thing happened. So this is where yeah. That horrible choice Janeway made to give them DNA. This is how it all ended up with their yes. horrible deaths. I um, feel like um. Anyway, I had a stupid joke about it being sad and like all the Oscars this year being really sad. And, like, oh <laughs> yeah, all right, right, yeah. Right. So anyways, it was it. I don't even know why I mentioned it because it's not funny. So. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Um, anyways, good job. <laughs> but this episode's actually called Manchester by the Sea. Oh. <laughs> Course, so I'm not Manchester. I, I'm not sure why, but they decided to dump the core, right? To I, apparently that seems like a big deal. Um, but yes, I'm not. I'm not even sure why they did it. So at so, at at this point, immediately after the um, time capsule gets erased, they get us a, a sensor reading that a ship is approaching them. Um, yes. and it's hazy on the view screen. They're eventually able to tell that it's Voyager. It's the mm-hmm. the real Actual Voyager, Voyager. <laughs> yeah. um, and that the the real Voyager has gotten their distress call that they sent out a while back, right? Um, so the real Voyager, like the good you know Starfleet officers that they are, they're racing to whatever ship needs help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe ejecting the warp core is a way to maybe make them last a little bit longer. Yes, yeah, because the warp core um, is what's causing the uh, degradation, which so they are like. Let's get rid of it, and maybe we'll we can sit here, and they'll they'll reach us. Yeah. So they should have done that a long time. That's ago. my main question about the whole episode. Is maybe <laughs> so? I think there was a trade off. They were talking about this earlier. I think the trade off was the warp core gets them going really fast because it's an enhanced warp core, which is causing the problem. Right. But it's causing the problem. So they're like, if we keep at this speed, maybe we can get there before it's so bad that we all die. But if we don't go at this speed and we eject it, then we're like. I think have no chance of getting there, um, even I see, though we might last longer. I see what you're I'd saying. I'd rather live stationary than die moving. Right. <laughs> I guess yeah, what my question that sounds like a sloth's motto. <laughs> I, I I am a big fan of the sloth lifestyle. I guess, yeah. I guess what my I guess what my question is: if they find out that the warp core is causing it and they dump it right away, mm-hmm. why couldn't they have just gone on impulse power to like? Uh, maybe a ship going by and being like, "Hey, can you help us out? Like, tow us back." Because you know, Janeway wouldn't have it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe know. you're kind of relying on but, like, a ship coming by at space, that point. Space is big. Right. Yeah, space they probably would. You're probably right. You can't. Damn. Yeah, I mean, space is <laughs> like, running into people. But it needs to go on all time best uh, misquotes. Yeah, space is no big. space is big. <laughs> and is. you know what? Who knows? Maybe they already had like enough poisoning to it wouldn't have mattered. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's kind of how I reasoned it, but um, I, have, I have no basis for that. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so they try to eject the warp core. Um, mm-hmm. and I believe that goes wrong. That's like the last thing. It causes they a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so then we don't know what happens when we cut to the real Voyager. Yes. Yeah, so this is the first time in the whole episode yeah. we're seeing real. Yes. Real deal Voyager. Right. Actual people. Okay. Yes. Um, oh, now I remember. They try uh, seven of nine. Sorry, seven of nine sorry. says that um, 
if they ejected that, they shouldn't eject the warp core while they're traveling that fast. Um, because I guess it could cause a lot of problems, and they they do it anyway. Yeah, she says like, oh, at that's speed, right. It would blah 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 blah. blah. Um, that's right, and it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah, and they essentially fly apart. Yes. So, um, what Voyager sees the the real Voyager, um, mm-hmm. when they get to there moments later, um, when they get mm-hmm. there and they put it on the view screen, it's just a flying field of debris. Yeah, like Blobs. blob debris. <laughs> yeah. Um. And they just so sad. They just they just they just note it in the log as like unknown ship, um, no survivors. Survivors. <laughs> yeah. And that's that was the and that's that was it. The part that really got me was like that was because it was them. Like how cool right. would it have been if they knew like that was it was them right. who themselves exactly who didn't survive the accident yeah i would have loved it if they like got like a, on the view screen they saw harry for like five seconds right yeah playing the clarinet as he's just like yeah. moaning it in pain yeah and then <laughs> then then the ship just goes away right and then the real voyager just gets to chew on that right for yeah. like the next few years like oh fuck what was that like did we cause that yeah um yeah he has like a huge existential crisis <laughs> and like ends up murdering everybody on board the ship yeah <laughs> so yeah the episode ends with the field just being filled with the with the blob people just dead and uh mm-hmm. the real voyager just, just makes that log and goes on with right. their business keeps it moving yeah and it's like not nothing to see here it's it's a feeling yeah. like most star trek episodes don't really give you like this is like mm-hmm. i mean this is this it's it, it's something it's something. Yeah, it's it's dark and sad. Yeah. 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 I liked it. Thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, um yeah. yeah. Crazy it's times. It's the Ramin Barani. Okay. Yeah. So I, do have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a question though. Okay. Sure. So the enhanced warp core uh-huh. was so much better. Way better. That yeah. they could be home in two years instead of the like decades um, 75 is the initial travel estimate okay yeah, yeah. 75 years mm-hmm. how in the world did the real voyager catch up and if they did are they only two years away from earth i was thinking that too actually yeah um yeah same here the yeah. only thing i can think of is that the voyager the the, the fake voyager covered well, no, it wouldn't make sense because they were going. I mean, they backtracked a little bit, maybe. Yeah. To, the, to that demon class planet. But not but... not enough to. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't drive in my mind. That's just the logistics thing, I guess. I mean, maybe. Voyager I would have been traveling away from the demon class planet for the same amount of time, theoretically, that the um, other Voyager would have been traveling away from the planet, but slower. So this is like the two See, trains leaving the station at different rates problem, right? right? Like, Unless um, so maybe one got there and started track. So they would have had gained some ground, but probably not enough. Maybe they just got the new warp core, like right before we meet them. You know what I mean? Like that's possible. Yeah. Like that means it's so insanely fast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that it still wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I had thought about this um, last night. Too. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand. That That is a plot hole. That, that doesn't that I'm, add up. I'm yeah. willing to just go with. Uh, but yeah, that definitely is a plot hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, was, was that your big, like, uh, faulty logic? 
problem that you said yeah you had. yeah it was a pretty big one <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it does it doesn't work out uh, I, i'm sure like a, a, a super fan has like kind of mapped it out like how that would mm-hmm. work maybe um unless unless <laughs> well no because even if voyager jumped ahead in like a wormhole or something it still wouldn't i mean were were they close for the rest of the series after i this? mean they they get significantly closer like because this is season eight right so you the season still, season five. Oh my bad sorry okay. everyone it's okay <laughs> um they they have gotten big big jumps in certain episodes like mm-hmm. kess when she becomes pure energy um she sends them like fifteen thousand light years closer to home. Okay, but that's that happened way before. I want episode. someone to say that about me, like right? Beth, when she became right before pure Beth energy. became pure energy, she uh, <laughs> right. sent the that's, world fifteen thousand. That's, that's light years. my life goal. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good goal. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> um. Yeah, it doesn't really work out, and that's kind of a bummer. But I don't really have an answer as to yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was the that's, episode. So that's that's a, our episode. That's a downer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan, do you have any deep dives for this one? Uh, I have a couple. Excellent. Uh, okay. The the director of this episode, okay, was Anson Williams. Anson, all right, uh, nice. Uh, he was actually famous before this. He played Potsy on Happy Days. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. What like, a career yeah. move, man. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's uh, great. He also directed the other the, the episode about Silver Bloods before this. Oh, one. did he? Okay. So okay. he did yeah. he did so the he did, like, twofer. The double, nice. The whatever. Okay. That's kind of uh, cool. He's also the nephew of Henry Heimlich, the guy who invented oh. the Heimlich maneuver. That's crazy. Okay. Which, yeah, I mean has nothing to do with anything, wow. but I thought it was notable. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, did a little more research on, uh, I, I know I'm probably not going to pronounce this cor- correctly, but it's, uh, I believe it's Jamake Hightower. Okay. Who mm-hmm. was, uh, who, who wrote Chakotay's uh, character background. Okay. Uh, now, it's, it's okay that you, you might not know Jamake Hightower. I don't. It's because it's not his real name. His real name was Gregory Markopoulos. Okay. And he faked having Indian ha- ancestry oh, that's in the 60s <laughs> and was exposed <gasps> before he worked on Star Trek. So they still took him on. Wait, they still took him on as that's the Indian exactly ancestry That's exactly what guy? I'm talking about. That's awesome. Okay, well, here's the thing. So he was an author and he wrote a lot of Native American books. Okay. Okay. So he he did actually know his stuff. Right. Yeah. So it almost makes sense. But just the fact that is hilarious. That they got a guy <laughs> who was exposed as being a fake Native American. <laughs> That's fantastic. To be the Native American consultant. Just, I, I could so have. <laughs> I could imagine. So the, good. I, I could imagine the meeting. Like, okay, we got we got a few names. Uh, so let's go with the fake one, <laughs> like the fake. Guy. The episode He's that we covered, the TOS <laughs> episode that we covered, had the opposite program. They had a guy come and consult them who knew a lot about Native American history, so that they would get it right. And then Gene Roddenberry ignored it all. In this one, oh, yeah, they had a guy right. come consult who like did, right. who faked knowing all the materials, and they went with it. <laughs> like, hey, I mean, if your writing's so good, good, if your writing's good, yeah. who cares if you're if you're a faker? Right. That's hilarious. Oh, man. That's really funny. <laughs> so that's, that's my research. Those are some good deep dives. I loved it. That was great. Deep dives. 
Um, I have a minor (laughs) deep dive. Uh, The co-writer of this episode is Nick Sagan, who is the Mm -hmm. son of Carl Sagan. (gasps) Hey. Our favorite. Isn't that crazy? So apparently he was a big Star Trek fan and he... um, Makes sense. Yeah, he uh, was offered to come on as a staff writer for season seven of Next Generation and season five of Voyager. So season seven of Next Gen is actually pretty good. There's some like good episodes. There's some some good ones. There's some bad ones like Rask. I mean, like um, uh, Genesis and uh, yeah, Fistful of Data. But (laughs) seven. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. It's pretty good season. So that's a nice little fun fact. Carl Sagan's son. That's kind of interesting. That's cool. cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, right. I like it. Um, I'm yeah, a fan, fan of that. that. That was my. So, uh, where are we going next? Um, we are doing our uh, final Voyager episode of this season. Next time, it will be right. Um, Elogium from season two. Elogium. Okay. Um, this episode was so good that they filmed it for season one, but moved it to season two. <laughs> just be, okay, just yeah. because you do that with bad episodes <laughs> um and the unofficial star trek magazine delta quadrant gave this episode a one out of ten so oh i can't wait looking forward <laughs> to that one with, with one being the best no yeah no, <laughs> no yeah. like it's not a ranking yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> that's funny it's an interval scale, uh, scale. Yeah. um yeah apparently it involves a swarm of space insects and it is very uh <gasps> kess centric episode so oh, nice kess okay. our good friend is... kess Neelix's the, like, girlfriend, short-lived the, lady the, that was found with Neelix. Yeah, yes, the, with the pixie cut. The pixie yeah. chick. Yeah, who mm-hmm. who is now unfortunately not doing so well in real life. But you know, hold up. I thought. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, was it? They all. I thought they were only lived like seven years. They do. Or yeah. Yeah. The seven Hasn't years. Hasn't it been many years? Well, since this you is found her? from season oh, two. Is this an, she, Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, my bad. So, in my mind, all of this is happening chronologically in the order I watch them. Right, exactly. Even though we're, <laughs> we're jumping series right. and seasons. True, good point. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, we will eventually do a Kess episode um, where she does become that, that beam of light. Uh, that's, a very, mm-hmm. that's a pretty bad Pure episode. Pure energy? Yes. Yeah, that's so, so in, Pure energy. In this, in this next episode, is she like 70% energy? Well, there's... there's <laughs> Uh, maybe She's gearing she up does to begin to uh, show like psychic sort of seriously yeah 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 does she glow her, does she start to glow her, I hope so her uh, last episode on the show is when she becomes the energy and shoots him forward well well yeah where where can yeah. you go from there right I mean, yeah she does come back though when she's old in a, a later episode an old ball an of energy old Kess comes back and like work? tears ship apart it's thought... it's pretty crazy so okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think we'll get to that one this season. Uh, but no, but okay. the one where she turns in the light and the one where she comes back are both bad. So maybe maybe we'll do like a double feature cast. Okay, one. next season. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So elogium for those of folks who want to uh, watch. So yeah. All right. All right. Um, cool. I don't believe we got any feedback this time. No. So that's okay. I don't know. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, last time <laughs> made up for it. So thank yeah. you. We're, yeah. we're we're feeling your positive vibes just sending this way. Exactly. Definitely. Um yes. so thanks for listening, everyone. Um <laughs> you can find us uh at make it so so cast on Twitter. Yep. You can email us at make it so so podcast at gmail 
com. Or you can find us on the web at makeitsosopodcast.com. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Okay. Another well, one in the fun, bag. All right. Fun episode, guys. Yeah, it was very and, good. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Was it worth the voyage? Oh, my God. Oh, man. God. I knew you something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Beth, you can go first. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it was. Um, the episode is, is really different from a lot of the other Star Trek ones. Um, I think it's got some interesting themes. And if you can look past some of the bad acting, I think it'll, it's definitely worth, worth the voyage. Yeah. Dan? New? Oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, I think it definitely is, um, from the, mm-hmm. as, if you've been listening for me um <laughs> it's it's like just a good sci-fi story like it didn't really even mm-hmm. have to be a star trek episode it's just like a good sci-fi short story that you would find like you know what um like we talked about like memory and what that means and dealing mm-hmm. with preconceived notions you know of what you might think you are versus what you actually mm-hmm. are so yeah I, w- I would definitely say yes um even though it doesn't forward the plot along of the real characters whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting enough to stand on its own. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. All right. And Dan? I I uh I will say that it is worth the voyage. All right. Uh just I think my my bar has been set pretty low for Voyager. Sure. As <laughs> as it should be. The, yes. <laughs> the fact that like I I don't know. I thought thoughts and felt things like, <laughs> okay, exactly. I get it. This is, you know, you, you, you're entertained. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, what else are you really asking for from Star Trek? Exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. You want to, you want to, you want to think some, some sci-fi things. And it did that. Yeah. Uh, still not, you know, recommendable to, to like a, a person that isn't looking specifically for a Voyager episode. Sure. Okay. Which, <laughs> me, there aren't that many. But, <laughs> but <laughs> in the context, yes, worth the voyage. Awesome. I think this is only Dan's like second worth the voyage. So no, he's we, done. We he's should done. celebrate this. He's had more than well, you know, two, I think. We, we're watching really terrible things. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> One day yeah, I am uh, going to go sure. back and listen to the ends of each episode and make like a little chart mm-hmm. on our website for which ones. Oh, I love that. Which idea. ones yeah. got all all threes or three no's, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I love that idea. Yeah. Sweet. But uh, that's everybody. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, yeah. Uh, have a great night. Right. Bye. Bye.